Um, I'd like to turn to the final part of today's program, and uh, that that is, um, I'd like to welcome to the program actually Anne Marie Evans, who's very kindly uh, produced a feature for us. Anne Marie, welcome on the show. Thank you so much Hello, for, for joining us today. Hi, Noreen. Yes, I'm talking today about the late Colin Tatchin, who was on, uh, he was a Radio 4 presenter and uh, also consummate uh, musician himself and uh, also dedicated so much energy and time to the musical community in Hong Kong. He, I found out that he was musical director of so many bands, <laughs> the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir, all of these, um, you know, places around town. He was really, really keen on youth musicians you know and and encouraging them as well and um so what's happening is that on march the first which is the welsh uh saint david's day there's actually going to be a concert yes so march the first on the evening and it's going to be at the methodist international church in wan chai and it's uh all of these different um 88 musicians and singers coming together so it's going to be uh, a concert and i'm very touched and privileged to be emceeing that nos so that's that's what's going to be happening so this uh feature that's coming up is is I'm talking to a variety of different people who um, are taking part and they're telling me about the type of music, um, also his own compositions that they've played and uh, also how um, how they knew Colin and how he got involved. And uh, my experience of him, I'll, I'll just give an example. I was at uh, a Welsh male voice choir rehearsal um, about five years ago and it was just in the run-up to Christmas. And madly, Colin invited me on the day when he was testing out all these piano players <laughs> to do all the Christmas events. And he thought, well, why don't we just have a radio interview on top of that? And he was super cool, very friendly, bub and, and also fun. And he never said... Some singers are better than others. He just said that some were more experienced, you know. <laughs> and, uh, and, and he was just, and he brought, and, and what you'll be hearing is how he brought out these uh, uh, different people. So do come along to, to the concert on uh, March the 1st, and that's at the Methodist International Church, and you'll see flyers and QR codes around. So Tickets are still available right now? Oh, yes. Excellent. Yes. Okay, so listeners can, I think I put a, a picture of that flyer on my Facebook so people can have a, a can, can check it out. Uh, just pop on to Noreen Mir on RT. HK Radio 3. And yes, there's a QR code. Scan it and buy a ticket. Thank you. And it's Deborah Jones is our, the first up. She's the Director of Music at the Senior Arm of the Kelly, the British International School in Hong Kong. And uh, she's also, a rec as we'll hear, is a recorder player, as, as was Colin. My name is Deborah Jones. I'm the Director of Music at the Senior Arm of the Kelly, the British School in Hong Kong. It's a new group that have recently formed just to stretch and expand the very best of our string players. So for the St David's Day concert, we've got an all Welsh repertoire. We're going to be doing an arrangement of the, the beautiful Suagan, which is a Welsh lullaby which many of you will recognise from the, the movie Empire of the Sun. And we will also be performing Palladio by the, the Swansea composer, Carl Jenkins, which was written for the De Beers Diamonds adverts back in the 1990s. So how many strings will be taking part? So this, these are senior school? Yes, so between the ages of 11 and 18, the very most advanced students that we have, and there's 17 of them who will be performing. Oh, super. Looking forward to that. Now, what was the connection with Colin Touchin? Well, I met Colin, it must be 15 years ago, through a mutual friend when he was, I think, quite early on coming to Hong Kong. We, we connected, really, because we're both recorder players, which is, is pretty rare in Hong Kong. 
and over the years we worked together professionally on on a number of projects he has uh, came into my school quite often to work with our students and I was the chair of the international schools choral music society at the time so he has been the choral director for some of our festivals I think most notably conducting the very challenging Chichester Start Psalms with a choir of 400 students from all over the Asia-Pacific region. As you know, Colin was a consummate educator, very passionate about young, working with young children. Oh, that's fantastic. 400 voices. Mm-hmm. Yes. And uh, ambitious too. The more I hear about Colin, I mean, I knew him for Radio 4 and I knew that he was musical director of the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir, but he seems to have been doing multiple things. He was incredibly diverse in what he could do. He was a very advanced instrumentalist. Uh, I think his first instrument was primarily clarinet, but um, the recorder, he was uh, very much a leader. He was the director of, I think, the British Youth Recorder Orchestra. He'd got, obviously, um, connections with Warwick University and various other educational establishments. So he was a very, very diverse musician. Do you still play the recorder? I, I do, when people invite me to. Yes, I do. That That is actually what I graduated from college on. Did you ever play with Colin? I did, actually. Um, three years ago, Colin and I um, joined the City Chamber Orchestra as guest musicians for um, Harry Potter, The Prisoner of Azkaban, the sort of live showing of the movie with the live orchestra. And for that particular Harry Potter movie, there is a Tudor band um, that runs throughout. So Colin was recorded one and I was recorded two for that. I interviewed Colin for his own career, really. He told me about Mm -hmm. how when he was about eight, which you probably know, he was given a recorder at a party. And then he said he was really antisocial because he just went in the corner and just played it and ignored his new friends or his uh, fast becoming old friends. Yeah. The very first time I met Colin at a dinner party, somebody mentioned him playing the recorder. I went, oh, I'm a recorder player. And out of his pocket, he pulled a Garkline, which is the very smallest recorder. It's about <laughs> the size of my big finger. And he just happened to have one in his pocket. <laughs> you very, very rarely see them or hear them. Mark Willits, you're a committee member of the British Brass Company. What are you going to be playing on March the 1st? Well, we're playing a number of pieces with the Welsh Male Voice Choir, of course, and other members, other participants in the concert. But the pieces that we'll play in our own right are the Fanfare for St David, composed and premiered by Colin Touchin. Oh, um, so it's one of his own pieces. It is, yes, at an earlier St. David's concert. Wonderful. Um, yes, so it's particularly special for us to play that. It's a fabulous piece. We'll play St. Clement, known by many as The Day Thou Gavest. It's a, it's an evensong hymn, um, mm. and it's a, a really poignant piece of music. We'll play, uh, and, and of course, um, a couple of Welsh favourites, traditionals, All Through the Night and Men of Harlech, um, known, oh. to, known to many. 
Yes, I know that one. So it's the British Brass Company in Hong Kong. So how long have you been around? Yes. As a full-fledged British brass band, you know, in a traditional format, about five years. So, and you'll be on trumpet. Cornet. Ah, oh, no, that was a, a, a that was a, <laughs> um, a, a delicate question. Traditional brass bands have cornets, not trumpets. Uh, oops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and tenor horns, not French horns. Yeah, that's right. I have to very, be, very particular instruments. I'll have yeah. to be honest and keep that in on the edit. Um, so you play the cornet <laughs> for your British brass yes, company. I will be. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I play I play other instruments in, in the band according to, to need, and um, but of course that that's the way brass bands are. I mean, in, in the history of colliery heritage, uh, the story goes that a lot of people, a lot of the players of the coal mines, you know, would need to swap instruments because a rehearsal could quite easily happen whilst another player was was down down the pit on a shift or something. And so if, if the trombone or the baritone player was uh, was down the pit, uh, the cornet player might need to step in. <laughs> I'm Nigel Sharman and I'm the secretary of the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir. We met Colin when he first came to Hong Kong to conduct a concert by Hayley Westenra uh, that was at City Hall. And as our then musical director was stepping out, we invited him to conduct us. That was about 2017, 2018, I think. And one of the highlights of our time with Colin was um, that we were invited to sing at the Chaim Glockland Music Festival in 2019. So that obviously was a significant trip for the choir to do and we had to prepare music for it. And one of the songs we're going to be singing at the concerts on the 1st of March uh, has a resonance back to the music festival because uh, it was our 40th anniversary year in 2019 and one of the rules for Klein Glockland said we needed to perform one song unaccompanied, one song in our native language and one song that was original to the choir. And those could be either three different pieces or all the same piece, as long as we uh, met the criteria. So we discussed that with Colin, and he thought our native language should probably be considered Cantonese for this purpose. <laughs> but we only had one Cantonese song in our repertoire, which is uh, an arrangement of Shanghai Beach. So we said it might be nice to try learning a new piece, which should also double as our original song. So we suggested Lion Rock as being an iconic Hong Kong song. And we couldn't find any sheet music for, for Colin, but he said, no problem. If you just uh, show me the YouTube video of it, if there is one, then I'll arrange it from that. Wow. And so Colin literally scored it by just listening to the uh, Roman Tam original of Beneath the Lion Rock on YouTube and some anglicised words that we'd put together for the choir. And to, that, to us, that was a measure of his you know, enormous musical uh, ability. And of course, Below the Lion Rock was composed by Joseph Koo, is often hailed as the father of canto pop, who uh, also recently passed away uh, at the age of 96. So when we do sing it on the 1st of March, uh, we will want to dedicate that to him as well as to Colin. Oh, lovely. So Below the Lion Rock, which you'll be singing at the Methodist International Church on March the 1st. So what was he like as your musical director and your conductor? 
he was a lot of fun actually and he brought to rehearsals a lot of verve a lot of discipline we certainly improved our technical standards with him and of course he introduced us to to his other musical ensembles such as the British Brass Company and the the Hong Kong Women's Choir Grace Notes and that gave us the opportunity to do collaborations uh, which was uh, absolutely fabulous he had a lot of ideas I think the St David's Day concert was probably uh, his idea uh, as well so fantastic to to work with such a brilliant talented musician who has meant a lot to the choir and we remember him fondly and what are you going to be thinking about on that evening on March the 1st? Well, the evening, as you know, Anne-Marie, is dedicated to Colin, as well as being this St David's Day concert. So uh, a lot of the pieces that we will perform, both us and our, and our brother and sister choirs, will be connected to Colin in some way. And we'll be thinking of him and thinking of the great musicianship and, and fun he brought to the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir during his time with us. Now, ticket proceeds are actually going to the hospice in Warsaw, where he spent his final weeks. It is. We thought that would be a nice gesture. So um, uh, we're very lucky in that the venue on the 1st of March has been provided to us by the Methodist International Centre without charge. So we hope that the proceeds will be uh, significant and will allow us to make a small donation. Now, if people would like to attend the concert, uh, where can they find the tickets? They can find the tickets through Eventbrite on one of the QR codes that is going around on the flyer. Probably the best thing to do would be to come to the choir's Facebook page, which is uh, Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir. There you can see the flyer, you can see the QR code and uh, click straight through to book tickets. My name's Janet Williams. I was asked by Mark Willett from the Hong Kong Brass Company to be involved in this um, memorial concert for Colin, which is a great honour for me. And um, I've come together with Elizabeth Coop and Jacqueline Lung, and uh, we're going to be playing three songs for soprano, clarinet and piano by a Welsh composer called Dillis Elwyn Edwards, uh, who actually is from North Wales herself. So one of your countrywomen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, I was searching for something to play for the concert um, and came across these three pieces, which are not as well known as some of her uh, pieces. And yes, she was born in Dolgetlai, which is northwest Wales, and um, died in Llamberis, just near Snowdonia, which is about an hour from me, so not too far at all. So it's actually nice to uh, come across a Welsh composer that is from the same area. But yeah, it's really nice to come across these three poems, which uh, they're actually set uh, to English uh, poems, although a lot of their music has been set um, in Welsh as well. But these are three English poems. First one's called A Piper, second one is The Night, and the third one is Two Puits. Um, it'd be lovely to actually work with Elizabeth Coop, uh, who sings for various ensembles, um, in Hong Kong, uh, including the Hong Kong Bark Choir, uh, Talis Vocalis and uh, St John's Cathedral Evensong Choir, and Jacqueline Lung, who's a very well-established pianist uh, from Hong Kong. So I'm very much looking forward to it. And how did you know Colin? Oh, I first met Colin in 2015 uh, when I played clarinet for the uh, City Chamber Orchestra of Hong Kong. Uh, it was The Snowman and the Bear, uh, which was set to the music set to the film. And Colin uh, very, very uh, kindly came over to me in the interval 
uh, in the break and introduced himself and uh, mentioned that he was also a clarinet player. So we, we had a really nice chat at that time. Uh, I've worked with him on a few occasions since then. Uh, the last time I worked with him was for a really nice event called Sing and Swing, which was featuring the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir, uh, the Hong Kong Women's Choir, and Colin had set up a 10-piece uh, swing band, uh, which he called Sweet Chariots. And I actually played baritone saxophone in that one. Uh, so that was, that was a really good, fun event. So that, that was the last time um, I worked with Colin. When I talk to people who were involved in the various ensembles and, uh, you know, the British Brass Company, the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir, there are so many, um, you know, he, he was so active, wasn't he, in terms of, you know, sharing his skills, really? Most definitely. A very, very talented person and just very approachable as well. Just very, very friendly. Uh, it's always nice as a musician when you're working with conductors, you know, to have um, a good relationship. And he was just always so um, amiable with, with players and just so excited at everything uh, that he was working with. It, it was an, an absolute pleasure uh, to work with him on, on the few occasions that, that I had the pleasure to meet him. Yeah, it, it really was. Uh, solo pianist, a well-known Hong Kong solo pianist, Jacqueline Leung, you'll also be playing at the concert. Can you tell me about your friendship with Colin? Yeah, we've been uh, friends for many years, more than 10 years, and he's, all, uh, he's always been incredibly supportive of concerts, and he always tries his best to attend. And I remember, like, um, in 2019, when I had a big solo recital at City Hall, he had an engagement before, so he couldn't um, come like at the start time and the ushers wouldn't let him in halfway through. But he actually told me that he stood outside City Hall watching the TV and, and he stayed till the end. He was like that supportive and I would al always receive a very nice message from him after performances. You've actually played, you know, when, when he was sick. Yeah. Did he yeah. send you some of his own compositions? Well, he's he sent me several over the years, but um, when my uh, piano quartet, the Phoenix Quartet, knew like he he was ill, and we really wanted to do something to cheer him up, and so he knew of our quartet, and he actually made an arrangement of a piece he already composed, especially for our instrumentation. So um, it's, it was it's like inspired by an island in Italy, and. Um, it kind of has a water theme, and it was it was quite challenging to play, but um, uh, we I think we made a we, we did a good job of it, and, and we sent a video to him, and he, I think he did manage to watch it um, just before he passed away, and we hope that cheered him up. the fact that you've been a friend of his for a number of years and of course mm -hmm. are going to be playing at his tribute concert how, how do you feel about that i really appreciate him as a musician and, and as you know a, a mentor you know and he came to our house 
many times, and my great memory of him is that he always cheered up when there was dessert. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his dessert and curries. <laughs> so we've had quite a few of those with him. Oh, lovely. Thank you so much, Anne-Marie, for this wonderful feature. That really cracked me up the bit at the end. Yeah, Colin Touchin loved his pudding today. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, thank you so much. So um, as you mentioned, tickets are still available. We've put the, the, the link, the, the flyer, the poster on Facebook, and it's available also on your own Facebook page so people can just scan it. And uh, have you got any other information also, Annie? Well, just to list off again, it's an opportunity to have these 80 musician, 88 musicians and singers um, on March the first at uh, the Methodist International Church in, in Wan Chai and it's basically what you'll be hearing is the British Brass Company, the Hong Kong Welsh Male Voice Choir, the Hong Kong Women's Choir and the Kellett Concertant Strings as well as this uh, wonderful trio. Excellent. Thank you so much, Annie. And before I let you go, do you have any uh, funny or do you have any memories of Colin that you can share with us? Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, when I interviewed him, um, as I say, I was saying about the, uh, you know, how beautifully relaxed he was, despite this sort of manic timetable he had to get all these piano players through. But when I actually interviewed him, uh, we talked music. And I only found out afterwards that he had cycled from, you know, right across England. So what's that? Um, <laughs> Land's End to John O'Groat. Twice. What? <laughs> wow, he's a sportsman and, and an athlete or so. Then. That's brilliant. I also had the great fortune to interview Colin one time or so when they had an event at the um, uh, Male Welsh Choir. And, and he was just so lovely, so easy to talk to, so happy to share his knowledge about music. And you know me, art and music, I'm not so familiar with but he also he always made it so accessible so easy to understand yeah i and think on radio amazing. on radio 4 i think you can still hear his programs and that's where he makes classical music very accessible to all of us exactly well thank you so much annie and i wish you all the best of luck for the concert i know you're emceeing for it on the first of um, march that's next wednesday at the methodist church in wanchai at seven thirty. thank you so much